This is Mom Save America, a podcast where we, Mom Template, the mom shares that inspire, impress, and more often than not, upset us. I am Gina Graff. I'm Carrie Lucas. And we're going to welcome you guys back to the banter that we, like, hope will entertain you for a brief time in your life. Where do we start, Karen? We can't do the intro again, so we have to just keep no, going. No, we're keeping going. Okay. I'll edit it in. Okay. <laughs> I'll, fi- I'll fix it. I'll fix it tomorrow. Where do you want to start? Where do you want to start today? I have a couple. I have lots on my list, but actually, let's start with the fact that you made me watch Lewis Capaldi. Oh, my God, Tina. Life-changing. I, I was crying. I was Balling. Ava, first of all, we're talking about okay, Louis yeah, Capaldi let's, let's, has an autobiographical documentary on Netflix right now. If you have not seen it and you do not need to like Louis Capaldi to enjoy it, you need to go watch this documentary. I watched it yesterday. I'm not sure if you need to go watch it because it's, it's you heartbreaking. Need. Ava came in from school and she was like, "What? what's going on? And I tried to even get the words out to tell her what was happening and I, I was sobbing. She was like, do you need a hug, Mom? <laughs> and I was like, I don't even think I can accept a hug right now. I'm so upset. Yeah. It so- basically is going through his sort of rise to stardom and how quick it was and the effects that that can have on a human being and what anxiety and depression can do to your body physically and mentally what I was taking away from it is these people that we idolize and look up to, mm-hmm. not that he's somebody many people are idolizing or look up to, but they have a life before this. They are human beings. They are human beings with history and tragedy and all things that make us human beings, As- and we overlook it. Especially those people that were not born into some sort of fame yeah, already. Yeah, they're not a Nepo baby. Right. This is somebody that just, like, was going out playing some gigs and then was like, holy shit, I'm famous. famous. Yeah. What I took away from it was the the toll and the emotional ups and downs that his parents went through to support yeah. him. Because half the time I was just like, go get him. Go get him yes. right now and take him away from all of this stuff. Yes. And get him healthy before he does yeah. anything else. But it also looks at, like, the pressure that these people are under to perform. Not, like, on a stage, but to have the next big thing. Sure. I mean, every every song that he's released as a single has skyrocketed to number one. So the pressure from for somebody that has literally no self-confidence and no self-belief in themselves to perform and produce that next big thing, we can't even as human beings realize no. what that must be like. No, especially given the fact that he just wants to be responsible for himself and now he's responsible for a whole team of people, yes. a whole... A whole family, as lovely as the family was, I'm sure now they've moved and, you know, all these things that go along with it. And yeah, he's just still a sort of lazy, smelly bum that happens to be famous. It happens to be an amazing singer. Yeah. It was heartbreaking and, and emotional. And I, first of all, I thought, you know, mental health, mental support is so, we are, again, as a community of human beings we do not take that seriously enough yeah 
to really think about. And people talk about it all the time, but to see it like. How it manifested in him. Sure. The physical, like, I'm sure we talked about this one before and Ava doesn't care, but Ava has Tourette's, which he was recently diagnosed with. And to see like. Which was Louis Capaldi was recently. Louis Capaldi was recently diagnosed with Tourette's. To see like the physical manifestation of Tourette's was like painful. Painful. To watch. Yeah. And that he was in like agony, yes. like physical agony, yes. like his body was sore from ticking and doing yes. the release of all of that. It was hard to watch for me. My breaking point, gosh, I hope I can get through this without <laughs> crying, was he was on stage singing at Wembley Stadium yeah. and could no longer sing because of the ticks. He couldn't and, even stand. He was in such pain. And the dad yeah. saying he ran up to the front being like, Luigi, you can do it. You can, like, that is so sick. Like, you think about, it's the most pinnacle moment in your son's career to, like, be Scottish and playing Wembley Stadium. Like, that moment, and then to just physically not be able to do it is heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. I went into it, and I was like, it was so slow in the beginning, Mm -hmm. and I was like, what's going on, what's going on? And I immediately said, I think he has Tourette's, like, based on... The anxiety that trying to get out of his body. Yeah. What I found incredible, and I'm not, it's not the parents' fault. No. Like everybody grows up in their own environment. He grew up in a very blue collar sure. environment. But like almost funny to me when the mom and dad are talking and she's like, well, I mean, yeah, he, he did blink a lot as a kid. And he did do all, <laughs> like, yeah, no kidding. Like he's been doing this right. since he was eight years old. Right. But because the pressure became so intense, the it ticks intensify, but I'm like, how do you not, how does no one all these years take this kid to a doctor? I guess they think it's just... Well, you think he's going to outgrow it, and you think maybe, I don't know, I I watched that part too, but I got the feeling like he went through that as an 8, 9, 10-year-old, but then it got better, and when he was playing music, it seemed to go away, go away. so mm-hmm. he was doing better until... It got to this point where he now is responsible for all of this, and he can't hold it in anymore. Yeah. Well, it, it's very time-relevant documentary. Yeah. Um, I found it so interesting that we are all thinking he's singing these love songs, and one was to yes. his grandmother, and one was about his aunt. So I, they're really not even about these significant other people. He probably hasn't had a relationship. Well, he has. I loved that piece of it, too. What um, did I must have missed that part? He had a relationship with a girl who was on whatever the oh. uh, English version of American Idol is, but then she ditched him and went to, on Love is Blind. Blind. I, <laughs> I thought he was joking. No, Are you I sure looked, that I was looked it up. I was like, that cannot be true. I looked it up. I'm like, <laughs> amazing. And he's so such a great person because he's just, like, making jokes about he's, it. He's unapologetically honest. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, ooh, maybe we shouldn't have mentioned that yeah, part. Yeah. But I thought it was a joke when he was saying that. No, no. You know, that song, Before You Go, or whatever. It's like, it's about his aunt. Yes. And she, did she and kill herself? She killed herself. And that's... His mom's sister. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Oh, my God. And then you think, too, like, listen, there's nothing we can do about it. This is life, and this is the way the world works, but... The first song is about his grandma dying, and the second song is about, you know, the aunt killing themselves. And all those things happened when he was between three and five years old. But he's a now a grown adult that's manifested these traumatic events, you know, into his, who he is. Yeah. I mean, it's... And that's what you think. It's like, to me, 
every day now, I, I, I'm thinking, what the fuck did I do to my kids? Yes, yeah. I might have done some damage, but and that's I don't just even know. Life. There's I nothing guess. you can do about it. Ava, you're going to have to tell me. Like, if they tell you something, tell me. <laughs> I love I there's like... one. There's one scene where I was so upset as I was watching it, and I was trying to tell Ava about the scene. Okay. And it's when he's in the kitchen with his dad. Okay. I'm going to get upset. Oh, no. Hang in there. <laughs> he's in the kitchen with his dad, and he's ticking. Yes. And the oh. dad says to him, you're ticking. Yeah. And he's kind of like, I know. no fucking shit. Right. And he leaves the kitchen, and the mother in the background, you're like, making- as a, he goes, what, why do you say these things? Why do you do that? You're making it worse. And that's literally a conversation in my house. Yeah, I remember. For the past eight years. And my husband was much better about it than me. But what I tried to explain to Ava is, I feel like it's a reflection of yourself. So I feel like it was hard for the dad because this is a reflection of him. Right. And he's saying, you're ticking and it's making me uncomfortable is what he's saying. And that is what I was basically saying in my head to Ava. You're ticking and I can't handle it as a person. Why do you think it's easier for us to... Empathize, sympathize, whatever, with the, the opposite sex in a child. Because children, they're not a, a reflection of you. Because because Henry's never going to be you. Because Henry isn't an image of you. Because you're not in your subconscious mind trying to mold Henry into you. Bart is, yeah. but you're not. And I think that's why mothers and daughters have such a contentious relationship. Sometimes it's like we we have in our head what a what a what a girl child is supposed to be. There's supposed to be an image of yeah. ourselves, or not just an image of ourselves, but like a better version of what we yeah, could have been. A and much better let me version. fix what I didn't do right and then make you into that, which isn't actually possible. They're no, their own individual no. person, but it's a hard thing for parents to realize. Yeah. Our kids are not like us at all. Yeah. They, there's I mean, yeah, there's some DNA in there, but they are absolutely not like yeah. us at all. It's hard to let that go, too. Thank God. Yeah, thank God. It's right. (laughs) You're kidding. Shit. I don't want that. Yeah, it took me a while to come down from that last night, too. I was like, oh, my God. Carrie, I'm going to kill you. I'm (laughs) sorry. Jesus Christ. Ava's only seen half of it. We're going home tonight to watch it again so she can see it. Okay. All right. Well, let's not talk anymore about it. All right. Watch it, guys. And, And you know what? Here's the thing. You don't know what people are going through, period. Correct. You have no idea what people are going through. And you just have to be graceful. And even if you don't want to deal with it, don't be a dick. Dick about it. Just move on. Yeah. Can we just talk about Taylor and Joe broke up? Well, I was really hoping that it was a rumor, and now I'm pretty sure it's just Well, not. Good Morning America had it on, yeah. so it's kind of like... But she hasn't said anything. But somebody said the fact that she's out in New York City having a good time pretty much cementing the fact that they've broken up. And you know what, really? What I think about is that, again, mental health. Like, she is she okay through this whole thing? Because she's now on this massive tour. She has to deal with the fact... Maybe they broke up six months ago. Who knows? We don't know. Right. Right. But all this... Like, hopefully she has controlled this narrative so that she's letting this information out at her... What... What works for her. Hopefully. And, right, hopefully. And not the media getting wind of it. Hopefully she released the information. And, but. too, I mean, here's the thing, like, you just feel... I mean, listen, th- these people have amazing, incredible lives, and that part of it is, like, awesome and lucky and beautiful. But also, like, I'm sure there's long stretches of time where they're not together, and this is, like, a 
whatever, six, eight month tour where basically I can't talk to you. Right. I mean, right. that's a long time to I, ask somebody to sit around and wait. And and I don't know who could handle that kind, I mean, that kind of fandom that surrounds yeah. her. I feel for her, like, hopefully, I mean, you, I thought this guy, Joe, I didn't know, was, I thought he was in that kind of, he knew celebrity, he was kind of a celebrity, but just enough to understand and be in the background for her and not need to be, you know, men. But I think even hard. if you're in the background, there's only, and I'm not saying she's doing this, there's only so much you can be pushed back and brushed aside without feeling irrelevant a lot of the time. And I know he yes. has a career and a job and right. everything and is working with other singer-songwriters, etc., but... That yeah, would I tough. would imagine it's not, a, for, for all celebrity, it's not an easy relationship to be in. All right, moving on from Taylor. Actually, let's not move on from Taylor, mm-hmm. because I do need help. I know you have picked out your oh, Taylor Swift outfit. I have outfit. my fit. I got my sneakers in the mail. Love it. I did order myself a clear bag. Okay. So for all, I mean, I know half of the people that are listening, of the 12 people yeah, that are listening. No, are probably going to oh, the concert, okay. I'm thinking. Okay. Um, do I just blend in in the background as a mom and not dress, like, just really be completely... Well, incons- I'm not going to look a fool. I mean, my outfit is semi-tame for a tailor I outfit. just need to be, I feel like I need to be inconspicuous at this point, not, like, dolled myself But up. you can be festive. Festive. I suppose that's the case. Yeah, so I, what have you ordered? I, I just ordered a clear oh, crossbody. Oh, clear bag. That's it. No, that's terrible. That's all I've ordered. I can't even figure out what the different errors are to pick, your, to pick I an outfit. I did Googling. This is how pathetic I am. No, I, I went you. on and I Googled Taylor Swift errors outfits. And they give you like categories, like this color scheme for this error, this for the, like, it gives you some ideas. I think okay. that will help. I, but I do feel like. Moms have to be in a certain era, don't you think? Like, I mean... I, well, I don't think you're going in reputation. reputation right. Or I'm red. I mean, well, I suppose you could go in red. I suppose. But see, Ava, I don't have... My kids aren't helping me yet. They're ignoring me about it. I don't well, know. Well, they don't have outfits yet either. No, they don't. Whenever I do come across a TikTok, I am taking this seriously. Like, they're like cough drops... Oh, it's a marathon. You absolutely. We need to take this supplies. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Yep. I bought yep. a new charger so that I can oh, have good like for a, you. Okay. You portable know, phone, charger. portable charger. Yeah, and uh, you know, we'll have to really be on top of our game. Yeah. And we just have to look at it as it's so fun. Oh, it's I'm, a, I'm it's excited. It's an event. It's an experience. I'll get there freaking six in the morning yeah, if we have just to. Just sit and yeah. relax. Leave, I'll buy throwaway lawn chairs. I don't <laughs> care. Nika picked, I, did you see Nika's TikTok? No. She has a TikTok about picking her outfit. What night is she going? I don't, I think she's going Friday. I don't actually don't know. Saturday okay. night maybe? I like her outfit choices. She's doing reputation. Okay. Looks great. Let's talk a little bit about. Generation X. I have been talking... We are Generation X. We are. Yes, we're Generation X. TikTok has a ton of Generation X information out there. And it basically talks about how we are... We basically have been left to our own devices. Yeah. And thus are tough as nails, which we already know. And Mm -hmm. I think every generation has its own Mm -hmm. thing, right? We already know that. Carrie sent me a TikTok and I had this other TikTok about Generation X. And I thought it was interesting because... One of the things they were talking about was as a generation that grew up with the changing technology mm-hmm. from from a communication and music standpoint, mm-hmm. we are we're the only generation obviously that has had such consistent change. Like think about it. 
vinyl, cassette, mm-hmm. CD, MP3. We had to continually change with this. The computer. Internet. Everything. Cell phones. We were like, as we aged, every something was coming yes. at us. Like left and right, and we had to kind of adjust to it. Now our parents, we were just kind of helping our parents through this right. stuff. They were going through it too, but not in the same way. And if you think about it, changes always happen. But travel hasn't changed that much. The ability—it's like you still have to take a plane, right, to travel. That we haven't jumped into flying right. cars yet. Right. Like they said, that we're coming. We're not afraid of anything that, like, if something comes down the pipe tomorrow. We're going to be like, all right, what is it now? Like the flying car. We'll just figure out how to drive the we'll flying car. We'll figure out how to drive it. And Which will be amazing. <laughs> be yeah, amazing. it would be amazing. I mean, seriously? It'd be great. Just as long as we're not on mushrooms driving the flying car. Right. That would be all right. But that's the thing. I feel like, not to pat ourselves on the back, but I feel like we're this generation of we're not afraid to do anything, whereas... Our parents, technology is so scary to them. I, I just thought find you were talking about that Gen X has given birth to... Yeah, I want to talk about that, too. Okay. No, and Carrie sent me a text because this whole thing with Tennessee and these kids marching, we talked touched on it last week on the fact that I said, who are the parents that are letting these kids... March on the Tennessee legislature. Right, right. Like, Taking that risk. I mean, listen, you could just be shot nowadays, right? Right. They're Open le- carry, do whatever you want. Right. Yeah. And these kids but are... they're not having it. Or are the kids saying to the their parents, we're going? Like, are, I wonder. I, nobody's interviewed any of the parents of these kids being like, what's your thought process on your 10-year-old saying, I- I'm going down? Yeah. You had sent me this TikTok where this person was saying, you know... Not only have we lived through all this, and we can handle all the changes coming down, but you know, we have given birth to a war machine. And at some point, we are going to overtake this ancient white majority of idiots that yeah. are running the show. Well, basically, that Gen Z is going to change the way we all view the world. And they are doing it little by little picking away at things. I mean, minor thing, but not minor to the people that are going through it. You think about, you know, five years ago and the pronouns and all and all yes. that changing, and now it's just coming part of our vocabulary. Not because I'm learning about it or partaking in it, because my children are insisting yes. that I pay attention and accept and acknowledge people's changes in you and know, that's the sexuality diff- pronoun right. etc it just become part of your daily speak and that's the difference from our parents from the boomer generation to our generations we are we allow our kids to have a say yeah uh, that's very interesting because if i think about like i don't my parents aren't living and my parents were slightly more liberal right so are mine, but, but like um i think about you know my husband if he's go- he's not going to correct his father right. on proper pronoun usage or when he's being an idiot he'll leave and then we'll just have this conversation of right he's an idiot i mean like there's no changing or even attempting to change someone's beliefs in that boomer generation but i think our kids refuse to accept that as a possibility right like no you will not speak of this person in this way right. or do these things. No, absolutely. But I, even as a kid, I, I was comfortable enough to say something to my parents if I really felt 
wouldn't even be worth your time. Not even no, but they think you would disagree with them. Not your parents right. specifically, but I mean, like that's the thing. It's, it's like, kind of like eh, whatever. There, I would have thought if if it was my if I was the same age as my kids, right, talking to my parents, I would have just been like, "You're told to figure it out." Like I would have looked at them and been like. You're a lost cause. Yeah. I can't help you at this point. Yes. I could try to tell you, like, rock and roll isn't going to affect anybody or right. The Clash or wh- whatever bands were coming up or indie rock or whatever. Like, if somebody tried to say to me, what are you listening to? I'd be like, I, I don't even want to. It, try to explain this yeah. to you. Yes. But you're right about that. The Gen Gen Z, they are warriors. They're not going to tolerate that. I'm not going to explain it to you. They're going to. In a sense, I'm going to jam this down your throat until you accept it. It's an interesting thing that nobody talks about. It's like, how are kids, maybe older generations be like, oh, they're not respectful or whatever. I'm like, no, I feel like, yeah, part of me worries sometimes too. Like, oh gosh, you know, they're really outspoken in certain ways, but why not? Yeah, right. Why not? I mean, it's what I'm always saying to you, which drives you crazy, like, Oh, it was an it was an older generation. It was a different different time, time. and that this group is not going to accept that as an excuse. And I don't know if it's because they, maybe it's because they care about us more than we cared about our parents. They, or it's just more of an open dialogue. It's more of an open conversation. We didn't have those types of open dialogue conversations. Yeah, I I don't even know where some my, people did. I suppose, but I uh, sure I'm sure there was, and I'm sure there was degrees of it. No, it was very separate existences in the world. And I just find it interesting how the different generations are handling it. And even the younger kids now. So even the, what are our kids called? Our kids are generation, yours? I think they're Gen Z. But then there's this Gen Alpha group that's coming up that are like even younger ones. I don't know them. I don't know them. <laughs> I think they're the kids that you actually work with every day. Oh, then we're in trouble. <laughs> then we're in big trouble. No, I think that, yeah, like, I think the Gen Z kind of cuts off really around Grace and Ava, or, you know, Emmy, Ava, like Grace. Like 14, 15. Yeah. yeah. And then the kids that are below, because I think it's from, like, 15 to 28 or something. I can't speak to those, that group. 27. Alpha. I don't want to make any presumptions, but I feel like they're being raised by Karen, <laughs> and we might be in trouble. Right. Like, I, I feel like they're they're soft. But I don't know, the Gen Alphas were in Tennessee, there were younger kids in there. I, I just, I'm so proud of like. Oh, Grace is here. What they Tennessee and what they're doing. I'm so proud of them, and I'm so proud that the sent the Congress people are reinstated. Are both of them back? I, I don't think know. There's only one back right now. Why would there only be one back? Because I don't think the other guys had his vote yet. Okay. How great was it? Was it unanimous? And he walked right in, yeah. and people were cheering, and you know the white cronies are. Everybody, calm down. It's, Fuck them. Think of all the time you wasted. So they they were mad at those congressmen and women because they felt like they made it about themselves. Yes. And they weren't. They were. They were taking a moment away from these children that had died and making it about themselves. No, they weren't. Right. You've made it about yourself because you've wasted a week's time. With yeah. these hearings and kicking people out and reinstating people back in. Right, for no fucking were, reason. No reason. You knew they were coming back around just to spank them, really. Right. And for a bullshit excuse about decorum. Yeah. Because you picked up your, because they picked up a bullhorn to just say what they wanted to say. Yeah. It's a no. people's house. That's what it's there for. That's why the kids were allowed to come in and say their piece because it's. 
the people voted those people in. This will be an interesting but thing. But also, like, what I am, what's really bothering me, too, about the whole thing in Tennessee is that I saw it a little bit on the news last night. It's not monopolizing the news. No. And not one single Republican in the Senate or House of Representatives has, talked about has it. come out and, and said this is a disgrace. No. The Repu- not one single uh, one. I, I don't know what is happening with Republicans. I really don't. It's a, just a complete embarrassment. There is, I, is her name Nicole Wallace? Yeah. She went on a tirade about yeah. it, about how shameful yeah. it is that nobody has come forward and said something. I mean, this was a public political lynching for those two yeah. black... You, yeah, he wasn't... And people are going to say, oh, that you're being dramatic. No. no, it's not. You stripped them of their job, their livelihood, their income. And you didn't do it to the white lady. And you did it only because they didn't agree with what you were saying. Yeah. And they wanted to make a point. Yeah. Right. The girls came down and they were talking in the background, so excuse that. Mm. Grace has a share. Speak loud. You're going to be kind of in shock, I think. Okay. It's shocking. So, me and two other friends were talking about going to Florida to one of her grandparents' house. She okay. was like, yeah, you guys should definitely come down. And we've been talking about this, like, for months since probably November, but she hadn't mentioned it in a while, so I just figured it wasn't going to happen. Sure. And she, and it was no guarantee, so I, whatever. No big deal. And I also probably wouldn't have gone anyways, because, like, that just sounds kind of (laughs) nightmarish, but... Time with friends, absolutely not. Yeah. (laughs) Too much time with friends. The girl who has her grandparents down there. Yes. She's going to Florida. God. And I knew that. So I was talking to her today, and I was like, yeah, when are you getting back? And she was like, oh, Thursday. And, I, and then I turned to my other friend, the one who was also planning to go with her, with me. Yes. But, like, But no one was talked about it, right? I asked her, oh, what are you doing for April break? And she didn't respond. So I'm kind of like, hmm. Are they going without and you? And I turned back to my friend. I was like, is she coming to Florida with you? And she was like, yeah. What did you do? I just go, oh. And then I just, like, went back to my work. Grace. Okay. All right, let's, let's girl, The girl with the house down there, she was kind of, like, trying to make excuses. Like, my parents, like, said they couldn't come. It's too expensive, which I don't know why it would be too expensive. I'd be paying for the flight. Yeah. Like, okay, well, so let's work through this. Was she only invi- allowed to invite one person? I don't think so, because she literally, she did not say that. She said it was too expensive. And why would she, like... All right, how are you feeling about this? Are you annoyed? Are you, like... I'm furious. Okay. 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 Not that I would have gone. Right. But it's just, like, the audacity. Yeah. The audacity. Can you believe that? That's crazy. Right? You know what, Grace? If they don't want you around... This is a, this is a hard there? feeling right now. Like this I'm is, not feeling I, I like getting from Grace. I'm not feeling sadness, so I'm glad about this. I'm feeling it's and I'm like trying to be reasonable because it's not my house. Like, right, she didn't have to invite me. But you guys but were all like, talking about we it. We all talked about it. But what should have happened is a conversation of, "Hey, I know we talked about Florida, but I can only bring one person, mm-hmm. and so and so's coming with me. I hope you're okay with that." Yeah. Like, uh, or yeah. I know you guys go down all the time, and I didn't know what your schedule was. Right, I figured you were going to be with your horses, yeah. whatever, mm-hmm. so. Even though I told her, I had no plans. I did tell her that. Also, she told me that, like, oh, her family invited her. Invited 
the other girl. And she was like, yeah, they just said that, like, it was going to be really expensive and it was too last minute to invite you. I feel like Roy Kent right now. Yeah. Going... Who the fuck is this person? Yeah. And and are we going there right now? Right. Are we going to bury some bodies? Right. Can you, I just, I was like in shock when I heard that. Here's the thing, Grace. I'm going to say this in general in you two, Ava. People show themselves to you. Just, just believe them, really, because that's oh, who they are. And you can be friends with them and keep them, but those kinds of people show themselves to don't you. Don't convince yourself otherwise. Yeah. yeah. I guess the bottom line is, at the base of it, your feelings are still hurt. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter if it's somewhere you didn't want to go or somebody that, like, mm, you don't really like all the time. And What are you trying to t- say to me, Carrie? I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying say? you're going into... Protect Fuck it, we don't need them. Yeah. Mode. Right. Whereas at the base of it is... Somebody hurt your feelings. She goes, oh my God, right from the, she, she said, your pool's opening this weekend, right? And, she, and I was like, yeah. And she goes, I'll come right from the airport. I was uh, like, no, I don't lot. think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what? Audacity. Right that is the title of this podcast is called Off You know what the hard audacity. fucking thing to do <laughs> is, uh, and I can't do it as an adult, but like as a middle school girl. I respect those girls so much that, like, when somebody says, well, I'll come right from the airport, I respect those girls so much that I'm able to go, yeah, no, I I don't think so. Not many can do that. Yeah. Or you just have to say... It's also hard because they're supposed to be your friend, and you don't want to just, like, be mean and then lose that friend. No, of course not. You You look really pretty, though, today, Grace, so... (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I don't oh. want to start a fight. But you know what? At some point, but at the same time, I but there has to be a in the face. But there has to be a conversation. Like there should be a conversation. Some conversation. Uh, that really hurt my feelings. Yeah. Like you just said that out of the blue. Like it wouldn't really matter to me, and yeah. it hurt my feelings. She's and you know what? Sneaky. Yeah, she was trying. Like and like what? They're just gonna asked, go. She wouldn't have said it. But like they're just gonna go and post a picture, and you're gonna be at home and go. Oh wait, what? They're on our vacation that we planned together. Mm-hmm. You, you, we need different friends because there's no one else. Okay, well these girls. No, are wrong, sometimes but you just gotta rummage through. I know, that. but they're not good friends. They really they're aren't. Not, I mean, I think not. about the last vacation we took, just me and you in February. What? But there was like drama the second you and I got on the plane. I know. Girls are really, really tough. Awful. I'm sorry. I'm that sorry happened, that Grace. happened, Grace. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's my share, though. Well, you're still smiling well, right here's now. Here's the thing: it's not gonna be the last time. No. Yeah, it's not gonna be the last. And time. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I, I've learned as a parent. Yeah, of three, three girls, girls. Right. Is that I feel like Ava, who's my last, is so much better equipped for girl drama than my first, because the first there would be girl drama, and I was fucking pissed. <laughs> I was like, you were in. text her this right yeah. now and say this. And I was in it, involved and maneuvering things and like going right back to Mean Girl era high school, like as if I'm a member of no, this No, I'm ready, I'm ready to do some damage. Which really was a detriment. Sure. And and Ava really sort of muddled through most of it on her own and Poor figured Ava was it left out. To her own devices. <laughs> I just felt like at that point I, I can't. I I'm over it. I'm done. I can't continue. But this in drama. a way, like her communication She's better off. Yeah. She's better off. 
Like, I stayed out of it. They, she would get in fights with people, and I would be quiet. And then six months later, they're friends again, and that's fine, too. Like, but, it was a day wrecker. Jeez. When did that happen? At lunch? Second to last walk. Oh, oh second to last. Yeah. Especially it was a gorgeous day today. You're, like, loving life. The energy must have been good. And then, Do you bam. Crazy. Do you think they know you're upset? I don't know. Cause she, why would they hide it then? If they thought exactly. it wouldn't bother him. And no, 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 but I mean, now happened. that you know, now that there was this conversation, do you think they got a vibe from you that you're upset? Or do you think they're in their world of like, oh, everything's fine now? I feel like I was very much indifferent when she told me. Uh-huh. Like I tried to be. But like... If you have any brain, you'd think, oh, she's going to be upset. If you have any social awareness whatsoever, yeah, you're going to know, like, geez, Grace is probably... Yeah. We'll see what happens. We'll see if there's any communication. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm curious. I can't wait to hear the follow-up. I want to talk TV for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the fact that uh, Harry Potter is coming to HBO? I know you didn't read Harry Potter, but... A new Harry Potter? So, universe, whatever, whoever owns uni- Harry Potter right now yeah. sold the seasons to HBO, and there's going to be seven seasons, TV seasons. Each season will be one book, and there's a whole new cast at that Helen Mirren is going to okay. be Professor okay. McGonagall, Adam oh, Driver. Helen Mirren, Helen Mirren, real resurgence as well. She's a national fucking yeah. treasure, yeah. that one. Henry was like, this is going to be terrible. But now I'm kind of... No, it's going to be kind of cool. It's like, going to relive be... the movie in a different way. And it, the detail that they'll be able to do, yeah. if it's like 10 episodes, each book will be 10 hours at least. And I never watched the Harry Potter movies. Oh my God. I know. You didn't read the books either, did you? No. Carrie! So I'll I'll watch the TV show. Here's the thing. I need to, This is what Can I really listen to my, the books. The books are amazing to listen to. Okay, I want to talk to you about the audiobook just quickly. Oh, oh I'm, I'm I thought I was going to love the audiobook. Which audiobook? Okay, well, I, the audiobook experience I thought I was oh, going to love. Okay. What don't you love about it? Oh, my girlfriend and I downloaded one audiobook <laughs> on the way to Florida. And well, it's what? supposed to be an excellent book. It's called Educated. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Maya was in and out of sleep, and she was like, somebody else is dying. Like, it was just absurd. Okay. Absurd, right? Okay. And, and a little dry. And then I downloaded Harry's audiobook. Harry Styles? Prince Harry. Oh, terrible. 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 You're in the wrong genre. Yeah, but I love his voice, and I love him as a person. Ugh. One chapter, and no. I'm like, ooh, I'm no. done with you. No. Goodbye. I listened to audiobooks in the beginning because I wanted to keep up with Grace's stories. And mm-hmm. the first audiobooks that I listened to were Land of Stories by Chris Colfer. Remember Chris Colfer yeah, yeah. from yeah. Glee? Yeah. He narrates the entire series. Now, granted, this and was he like... Wrote them. He wrote them and narrates them. Okay. And he does such amazing voices, and it's entertaining, and I it's fun. I guess that's what it is. The two I've chosen... Yeah, not bad. Really entertaining voices. And then Grace hooked me up with this other series that had a full cast narrating. You're immersed in it. I don't know how we okay. talked about it. Where, where, why did we start talking about it? I don't oh. know. We're talking Harry Potter. Oh, I, I think that... So the narrator who does the Harry Potter series... Mm-hmm. I the best narrator in the history okay. of okay, narrators. So you're saying I should do the audiobook before the when is the series starting? I don't who knows it could be years yeah, be from years. now but at least but they did cast the okay. they have cast the whole group. You know what I loved the other day? What? My two older girls were reading the same book. Oh, cute. 
I just loved this moment so what so much. One of them turns to the other one and goes, "Tell me what she looks like to you." Oh, like what they yeah. imagine the person. Yeah. And and Maya was like, I think "She's Latina with brown hair." <laughs> and Maddie was like. Oh, that's not what I'm imagining at all. Which is kind of what I think happens when you take a book and make it into a movie. Yeah. You've taken all these persons, like, perceptions of what everybody's going to be like. I have to hold myself back because I listen to audiobooks all the time. I have to hold myself back till at least halfway through the book to go to Pinterest and put the book title in because somebody has always made a Pinterest page. About what everybody looks like. About who they would cast in these. Okay. So I'm just like... Yeah, but that, right, will ruin it for you. For or, you're uh, then, but I'm just kind of like, what do these characters look like to yeah. all these other people yeah. out in the world? Oh, you've had bad audiobook experiences. Yeah. I'm not loving it, but but whatever. I'll keep going. I'll, I'll find something else. If you're going to try to read Harry Potter, listen to it. It's so good. Okay. Harry Potter, and then um, we haven't started The Reluctant Traveler yet, but I, Carrie mentioned I to it. us separately that not there's a TV. series out from with Eugene Levy, who he goes and goes to all these different places to experience it. And it kind of ties into what Carrie was saying last podcast is that we don't have this much time on this planet. We have to explore and yeah. enjoy ourselves. And yeah. if you have the ability, go out there and see things. Yeah. But the thing that I was saying about Harry Potter versus TV series and all that is I like things, you know, the reluctant traveler or the 40 minute episode like getting into a harry potter movie that's right. three and a half hours of time right and i don't have the attention i don't think i've that. watched a full movie in a very long time yeah. I, I mean series are one things because then you can like watch an episode and move on but i haven't watched a movie in forever and weird too like i think our brains are good well i think all you know we were talking about technology in the beginning how it's all changing us but i think our brains are going to change from that whole like episodic thing to very short 40 to an hour and a half is what they can make tops like tiktok has really 30 seconds and i flipped by you on tiktok i can't do yeah but i think that's one thing i i feel like i can't watch a short like i can't watch a half hour show anymore i think that's oh love it yeah that's not enough for me i like 40 plus 40 minutes plus because i need some meat in the show if i'm going to be no interested in it i mean listen if it's not one after the other i get annoyed like sometimes on apple they only put out yeah they only release one gotta wait right that's annoying for the 30 minutes but sometimes you only have the yeah i just i I, it's been it's been a long time since i've watched a sitcom type show or a 30 minute show and it's i don't know haven't gotten into any in a long time you don't do Abbott Elementary. No, I oh, heard that's... great. You'll love it. It's great. But again, reluctant... We've, I'm spin, spinning yeah. you off of your topic. No, that's fine. Yeah, I'm reluctant just... Traveler is just so lovely. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to get to all these places that he's been to. But it's nice to see somebody else who didn't think they were going to get there either experience but, Right, it. but I think the more the point is, is lots of people are reluctant to travel. Yeah. It's the point. And, and, I'm, and, and you don't really, you don't know it, so you go back to the things that you do know because you... It's you comfort. Can, it's comfortable, and you know what you're going to experience, and so maybe mm-hmm. you can... And the, the whole journey of experiencing something new for the first time is such a great thing yeah. that we don't do enough. And, too, sometimes, like, traveling with family, like, 
that's kind of the beauty of traveling like alone or as a couple. Well, like, you're not responsible. Family, there's an expectation right. of we're supposed to have all this planned out. Yeah, where are we going for dinner? We don't have a dinner. That sort of like strips the fun beauty of like travel a lot of times. Yeah, and seeing what happens. Yeah. All right, everybody. I think I'm going to wrap up here. We're back in it. We're back in it. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much for joining oh, us. What? Just going to say. What? Our friend Wilty. Wilty. Had hip surgery today. What? She's out and in recovery. Wait, so, when Wilt, is- we're thinking of you. When did she decide to do this? Oh, no. This she this has been being planned. But the worst part is, is she that... She had a hip replacement. She got her hip replaced Holy today. shit. Yes. Um, Wilty, thank you. I forgot you. it was happening today. And then another girlfriend sent a group text like, you got this, Wilty. And I'm like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> so, I mean, she's went in, did it? She's been She's in recovery. Wow. Yeah. Well, we got to give her stuff to listen to. That's right. So, yeah, we'll be yeah. recording again for you, Wilty, alone. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Bye, Wilty. Bye, Wilty.